Window World, the official windows of the Kansas City Chiefs, presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, online at windowskansascity.com. So this was an absolute and complete, utter beatdown everywhere in America for Republican candidates in an off-year election where not a lot was on the line, to be quite honest. And it's a good thing. And a lot of times we say in sports that you lose a an early season football game or a non-conference basketball game and your weakness is exposed and the coach says, well, we learned something tonight that we can gain uh, some information and knowledge about our weaknesses and go forward and figure it out and by the end of the year be a really good team and have a really good chance. Folks, we have 364 days to figure this crap out. I was so pissed off last night and so angry over everything that happened. It started with what happened locally. I wasn't watching the national stuff nearly as much. But it was a complete and utter beatdown all over the Kansas City area for any Republican candidates anywhere as the candidates refuse to understand and accept what they are up against in these elections. And I tried my best. Now, let me just just say this. Okay, the two things that we talked about here a lot, Joe Carlin for Mayor Lenexa, he lost by just 500 votes. A small percentage, it was 52 to 48 he lost. Mark Charlton, our councilman, won by 66 votes. So my buddies and I and Jessica, we knocked on 150, 200 doors all throughout our neighborhoods. And I know, I know I got at least 50 people to vote that weren't going to vote for Mark Charlton. So I feel pretty good that we did something good to keep our council person, at least, in Lenexa. But the other wards, disaster. Mayor, disaster. It's a disaster everywhere. Nobody in our party seems to understand that the young female vote, I don't need to see the statistics in Johnson County or KCK or Kansas City, Missouri, which we'll get to in a moment for some of the things that happened there. I don't need to see the numbers, the Democrat. I don't need to see it. It's the freaking Taylor Swifties. I'm telling you right now, they run American politics. They are being terrorized and motivated that their parents' Republican Party is going to take away their right to abortion. And they are turning out in every stinking election from dog catcher to president of the United States, and they don't care. They will find out the woman running for office that is pro-abortion, and they will go vote for her. Period. And they win. Republicans don't vote in these elections. The turnout was not good. It wasn't really good anywhere. This is not a Kansas City thing. It wasn't really good anywhere. Republicans aren't good at voting in these elections. Guess who votes in these elections? Angry young women that want abortions. They're going to vote. It doesn't matter whether abortion's on the ballot or not. They're going to find their pro-abortion candidate. They have nothing else to do, and they almost care about nothing else in their life. And they're going to go vote. We're sitting here watching these Hamas people, these Palestinian wackos, in their demonstrations. There is nothing that matters more in their life than Palestine, Hamas, defeating Israel and Jews. That's it. That's their life. Folks, you and I can get fixated on the economy, an open border, funding two wars, homelessness, crime, drugs, taxes, inflation, wages, school districts. We can do this all day long. And it's like an army that has a whole bunch of soldiers with a whole bunch of rifles and machine guns fighting against another country that has a nuclear bomb. Abortion is the nuclear bomb of American politics. It is over. The debate over abortion in this country is over. It's lost. Stand on your moral ground. 
Pray every night that there are fewer abortions. Do what you can to try to counsel young women to carry their baby and have it and give it up for adoption. We've lost this. It is over in America. There is no turning back. Abortion was legal for 50 years. Roe v. Wade essentially told all these women that abortion is now illegal in America, which is not true, but that's what they think. And the Republicans are going to make it illegal everywhere. And so they've mobilized and they've taken over our elections. And you can look at this polling of Donald Trump over Joe Biden all you want, except about next September, August, September, October, they're going to turn the presidential election into abortion. And the Republicans will lose. Anything they turn into abortion, they win. We have a mayor in Lenexa for the first time. She's in there, I promise you, because the abortion freaks went and voted for her. Abortion's not an issue in Lenexa. It doesn't matter. That's the sisterhood. That's her. That's their girl. This is our girl. She believes what I believe. And this stuff matters. Abortion matters. Because when you register more voters in Lenexa, and you get a mayor in Lenexa or Overland Park or Prairie Village or any of these places. Mike Sinegi told us this when he was running for Overland Park mayor. He said, if we don't stop building apartments, Overland Park has changed forever. Apartments outside of the city are everything Democrats need to control the world. They get tax money, tax revenue out of building apartments, and they get votes. It's everything they could possibly want. And it's happening everywhere in the suburbs. Everywhere. And this woman, the next four years, is going, oh boy, you want to see tax incentive for apartments and low-income housing? Here it comes to Lenexa because it's going to be tax revenue for her to spend and it's going to be votes for her in four years. You watch her margin in four years. You watch. After they build four more years worth of apartments in Lenexa, watch what happens. It's gone. It's over. Lenexa's toast. It's done. It's over. We lost. It's over. And Joe Carlin would have been a, a fine mayor, but he did not understand what he was up against. He had no clue. Mark Charlton, our councilman, did. And he knocked door to door. And he went door to door and he told people about who he was up against and what was going on and what was going to happen. And people responded and got scared and thought, wow, we can't have people like that. I knocked on doors and told people that. Charlton won, barely, but he won. You got to know what you're up against. Now, I was really furious last night because there was losses everywhere. Oh, we're going to switch the Senate in Virginia. It's going to be a red state. No, they lost the Senate and the House, and they got clobbered because idiot Glenn Youngkin, who thought, who aspired to national politics, idiot Glenn Youngkin decided he was going to run around during this election saying, hey, let's change the law. Let's put a law in Virginia. Give me everything. Give me the Senate, and we'll put a law in that will say no abortions after 15 weeks. Currently, the law in Virginia is no abortions after 24 weeks. There's no final third, final trimester abortion in Virginia. So you can go up to 24 weeks. Hey, we're rational people. We want to change it from 24 to 15. Kaboom, the Swifties turned out. And they overwhelmed everything in Virginia of a governor who's got a 58% approval rating. They love Glenn Youngkin. They don't want to reduce abortion from 24 weeks to 15. Uh-uh. We will turn out like you have never seen. It is not negotiable. And they're right. Wave the white flag. 
a lot of people are talking about Ohio. Constitutional amendment in Ohio last night. It is now in the state constitution in Ohio that you have a right to an abortion. And at first glance, you look at that and you go, "Uh uh-oh, what a terrible outcome. Ohio is reliably red. Donald Trump won Ohio last night because abortion will not be on the ballot next year. It's gone. You're going to hate this. I'm going to get more emails. I'm going to make more of you angrier today than you've ever been at me, and I'm sorry. But my thing that I just said about the economy, the border, the, the endless wars, the homelessness, the taxes, the crime, the inflation, the wages, the schools, that doesn't matter to abortion voters, that stuff matters 10 times as much to me as abortion. Abortion has never been a part of my life. Now, you may say I'm a terrible person. Does that mean I bury my head in the sand and don't want to think about or know that abortions are going on? Are there horrible things out there happening to the unborn? Of course there are. And it's awful. But you know what? Hamas is beheading babies. And we got people in this country supporting the crap out of that. Democracy. I believe in democracy. I believe in the majority. The majority of Americans want abortions. The majority of Americans grew up with abortions for 50 years. You can't take it away. So Ohio has a constitutional amendment. We're going to put, and this is a vague thing they did. We're going to put on the ballot in Ohio, that abortions are your constitutional right in this state until such time as a doctor designates the baby has fetal viability, which is a significant chance of birth, not four months, not five months, not we're going to take that fetus out and go in children's mercy and stay in the hospital for six months to keep this baby alive. We're talking about fetal viability. We're not going to kill babies in the womb. That's it. That's what they put on the ballot. And it is a constitutional right in Ohio. And it passed in a red state, 58 to 42. Overwhelmingly, people spoke. This is the model. We can be mad at Ohio. You can look at Ohio and go, oh, crap. I, I can't believe it. Folks, hey, at some point, you jump off the Titanic into a lifeboat. That's where we are on abortion. Abortion is killing everything. Trump, if they make this about abortion, we will not win the White House. We will not win the Senate. We will lose the House of Representatives. If 2024 is about abortion, the Democrats control all three chambers and win every local election. We have got to get rid of it. We've got to get rid of a culture. And there's, by the way, there's four more years worth of young Swifties that will be voting in 2024. The 14-year-old girls from four years ago are now 18, and they're all going to vote for abortion. I mean all, unless they are in a devoutly Christian home and wildly conservative, which is a very small number of these young women. Very small number. This thing's got to be going close to 80-20. And nobody changed. The other other four years worth of women, maybe some of them died in their 90s, but the young ones, they're not changing the way they vote. They vote on one issue, man. They got one thing. It's abortion. You're going to send me emails that I'm crazy, that it's this, that it's it's Ronna McDaniel. It's this problem. The Republicans are wishy-washy. The Republicans are this. It's all that. No, it's lack of identifying what the hell's going on in the American public. To overturning Roe versus Wade was the worst thing to happen to Republicans ever. Because everything they told these girls that they didn't believe was now true. See, they're taking it away from you. Before it was a veiled threat. 
And you could easily come back and say, nothing's happened for 50 years. Nothing's ever going to change on abortion. Nobody's going to win that argument, and you're never changing anybody's mind. It just is what it is. And then that happened. And now we lose everything. I'm telling you, folks, you can get mad at me. You can think I'm crazy and I'm wrong. You think it's oversimplification. It is not. It's how many votes can you get? Every single place that there was an issue out there, not a candidate, not a Republican versus Democrat, when there's issues, the issues win for Republicans and conservatives. Case in point, Jackson County, Missouri. Okay, they voted for their bus tax to continue. They like their buses for whatever reason. They run around empty, but they like their buses. So it passes, but they've had that. People love passing things that they've had. Then they offered up a new tax, something called a use tax in Jackson County. And what happened with people in Jackson County, conservatives that support abortion and would vote for the Ohio Amendment, what did they do? Oh, hell no. You ain't getting no new tax over here. They shut down the inner city. They mobilized so hard in eastern Jackson County in the suburbs that they beat the inner city on this. They ain't no new tax coming our way. We are sick of taxes. So you put a conservative initiative on the ballot and it wins as a standalone. It's like voting for Israel aid. We'll pass Israel aid right now. Americans would be in support of that. Americans are not in support of more money for Ukraine. So Americans fundamentally believe in conservative principles and values, but Republicans cannot win elections while they're allowed on the other side to convince millions and millions and millions of people that Republicans are going to take abortion away from you. And it's the only thing that matters. All of a sudden, these other issues don't matter. Folks, this is legit, man. It is absolutely real. It is the nuclear weapon of politics. It's over. We've lost. Abortions need to become legal. I'm going to say something that is going to anger you today. If the United States of America enacted the Ohio law, I would be a happy man. If we did a constitutional amendment right now in the United States that says abortion is your right until fetal viability, I'm all in. And then it is gone. It's like the it's like guns. It's the same thing as guns. They can't take our guns because it's in the Constitution. They have to overturn the Constitution at that point. To hell with a, an abortion law. Put it in the Constitution. Ohio's our model. I'm angering a lot of you. What I'm talking about makes real sense. It's angering you because of the position that you have on abortion, which I was with you most of my life. Now I'm 59. I'm tired of losing elections, and I'm tired of watching my country go away. Do you know how insignificant abortion will be once we have one-party control and we're a socialist country? It won't matter. It won't matter. Your fight for abortion is over, folks. There comes a point in time in everyone's life where you have to realize you're defeated. It may be in your marriage. It may be in the workplace. It may be on the sports field. It may be a bunch of different things. But there are times when you just say, I can't do this anymore. I'm not digging out of this. Maybe it's debt. I got to stop. I, I can't spend any. I'm, I'm, I'm defeated here. I'm upside down on credit. People get upside down, sideways, and defeated in many, many ways. And sometimes you got to walk away, admit your beat, and figure out a new path. That's all I'm suggesting. You can hate on me all you want. It is the key to everything going forward for Republicans. Nothing else matters. 
We can talk till we're blue in the face on these other issues. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Virginia. We want to take abortion from... I didn't know Youngkin was doing this until yesterday. Why would he even bring abortion up in an off-year election? And he did. And apparently all the ads became that. So he was forced to respond to that. Obama did robocalls. They're taking... They're going to get the Senate. They're going to get the Senate in Virginia and abortion's going to be illegal. They're coming for your, your fetuses. You can't win. Once they start campaigning like that, you can't win. Joe Biden will run on that. Or any Democrat will run on that. I promise you, the Democrats' biggest issue next year in the presidential race will be abortion. It'll be abortion. And yet, you don't even hear, you, don't, you know what you don't hear? You don't hear Democrats saying, we want a constitutional amendment. You don't hear that. They don't want what Ohio has, because if they do, their election winning is over. They couldn't win anything without abortion. How could they? Those girls are going to stay home. They're going to be on TikTok. They're not going to go vote if there's no abortion to vote for. They're not going to vote. They'll stay home. Oh, my God. Ohio. Ohio. Thank you. <laughs> and, it, hey, listen, everybody's, everybody, everybody in our party, nationwide, the reaction is, oh, my God, we got clobbered. This is so bad what happened in Ohio. Folks, wake up. It's reality. Ohio did us a favor. They showed us how to do it. Republicans voted for abortion in the Constitution. Let women abort fetuses before there's viability for the baby to live. That's it. And they left it vague as hell. There ain't no weeks. There ain't no trimesters. There's nothing. It says you and your doctor are going to decide. And there's going to be all kinds of horrible stories about really rotten doctors that do terrible things. I know that's going to happen in Ohio. But it's off the books. It's out of politics. It's gone in Ohio. And I'm pleased with that. And I really think that is the way forward. I really do. All right. KKHI is brought to you by ticketsforless.com. Ticketsforless.com would love for you to go to the Chiefs Eagles game, Monday Night Football. Long range forecast 52 degrees on the 20th for the Chiefs and the Eagles. Monday Night Football, it's a Super Bowl rematch at Arrowhead Stadium. Your promo code is KKHI. Save 5 to 15% on all things Chiefs, all things Allen Fieldhouse. Want to go to KUMU? Your promo code is KKHI. Yeah, you want to go to KUK State Football? Promo code KKHI. Missouri playing Tennessee and Florida. Promo code KKHI. Ticketsforless.com. Ideal Health KC, Dr. Kip Van Camp is working with so many of you that have emailed me and said, wow, this is a completely different thing than going to my regular family practitioner who's been giving me pills or shots, trying to fix my joint pain, my you know, lethargic feeling. I'm, I'm tired all the time. I'm worn down. Man, this is a, a former interventional radiologist, Dr. Van Camp, who has written several and published multiple journals nationwide about stem cell and tissue um, work for your body, how it's going to work for your body, and blood spinning. And these are things that could help. IdealHealthKC.com is the website. If you'd like to schedule a consultation with Dr. Van Camp, tell him what's going on with you and see if this might be for you. The phone number is 913-745-5300. IdealHealthKC.com. And bstock.net is offering the Q60B 85-inch Samsung for $899. That's half price. That is half price. 
and they will deliver it to your house for a very low price. I think some people as low as like 20 bucks. They'll deliver it for you in one of their trucks. 14680 South Flaming Road in Olathe or online at bstock.net. If you want to call about any products that they have or you're looking something specifically for the holidays or for your house, remember them as a local business. Just make the call. 913-800-1419. That's 800-1419. Tell them you're looking for this computer or this device or this television. And when they get it, they'll call you. Customer service wins at bstock.net. All right, there was uh, more good news, in, in my opinion, out of Ohio. Yesterday, somebody said, I forget who sent me this. This is fantastic. J.D. Vance is the senator from Ohio. Again, a red state. And he is arguing about separating these bills in D.C., you know, Israel from Ukraine. The Senate says they're not going to vote on the, the House passed an Israel aid bill, $14 billion. The Senate says they're not going to vote on it because they want Ukraine bundled in with it. And J.D. Vance took to the floor and says, no, that's not how we're going to do this anymore. This makes no sense. We've spent, if we pass what you want to pass, it's going to be almost $200 billion for Ukraine. And J.D. Vance said the loud part out loud. And he said it loudly. He said, Joe Biden's own people confidentially off the record are telling all of us that there is never going to be a point where Ukraine can get Russian forces out of all of Ukraine that that ship is sailed, that they'll never get all their land back. And Vance is like, so what the hell are we doing in Ukraine? What is our strategy? And that is when he just flat unloaded in front of the Senate. You have heard in this chamber, you've heard even today, that the Ukraine policy was born of a spirit of bipartisan agreement that we had this moment where Democrats and Republicans recognized that it was very, very important to help the, Rus- or help the Ukrainians push back against the Russian attack. And of course, we support and praise our Ukrainian friends. They've done a lot more than many people gave them credit for. But let's also be honest that for 30 years, Washington, D.C. has run on bipartisan foreign policy wisdom, and it has run this country to the ground with $1.7 trillion deficits, war after war after war that has killed thousands of Americans, millions of other people, and has not led to the strategic strength of this country. It was great bipartisan agreement after September the 11th that threw Saddam out of Iraq. And of course, a lot of people celebrated it until we right now realize that Iraq is a client state of Iran. We empowered one of the worst regimes in the world with our bipartisan wisdom. Maybe what we should have is some bipartisan wisdom that the foreign policy consensus of this country for the last three decades has been a disaster. It's been a disaster for this country. It's been a disaster for our dead Marines, Army, soldiers, Navy sailors, and Air Force airmen. It has been a disaster for this country's finances, and it has been a disaster for the entire world. Let's have a real debate. We haven't had one in 30 years. J.D. Vance from Ohio speaking some real truth. He is popular there. Republicans are popular there. They're just not going to win going forward if abortion was on the ballot. And it's no longer on the ballot in Ohio. It's gone. And this is not every state, folks. I should have prefaced this. There are places in the Deep South, Mississippi's governor won easily last night. They don't want abortion there. I'm talking about anywhere that it's somewhere in the margins. It will continue to move to the left. It will. 
So Ohio is now settled ground on the abortion issue. And everybody in Ohio seems to know that that's a good thing. But I appreciate J.D. Vance's comments. Very passionate, very smart, very wise. We might want to think about looking at how we do things and say we might be doing some things wrong here. We might be doing, might, might be wanting to do this in a different way. Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday at the White House was flummoxed again, stymied, this time speechless, and she batted her eyes and bobbed her head. She had like seven shirts on yesterday. These people are unbelievable. She's asked, not by a Fox News reporter, I think this guy was with NBC News, does the Biden administration believe that Hamas supporters pulling down posters of hostages in Gaza on streets in America, because millions of these things have been taken down now at this point, does he believe that's free speech and it's okay? Or is that vandalism and they should be cited? And she bats her eyes and she's got no answer and she doesn't know what to say. And she's, I, 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 and I believe at one point she said, I don't know, which is very clear. She doesn't know. And they need to be figuring this out because most people like me think they should at least get a citation for either vandalism or littering. If you have public places in big cities where you can put posters up of missing people and that's allowed and others are ripping them down, you can't go take yard signs for elections out of people's yards or take things down on the street. Why can you take the hostage posters down? I don't think it's free speech. I think there should be at least a fine. I'm not talking about jail time, but a fine. We're putting you in the computer. What a great way to get these nut jobs in the computer, especially if they're illegal. Or how about you deport them if they're illegal? She wouldn't say. She just flat couldn't say, wouldn't say, because she doesn't know what to say. They're caught in between. They're absolutely caught in between on this issue. And, and look, listen, the demographics are all lining up. Black voters are swinging toward Republicans. Hispanic voters are swinging toward Republicans. The Jewish vote and the Muslim vote, which has been on the left, they're split. They're fractured. They're going to come right. It won't matter. It won't matter next year if we're voting on abortion. That stuff won't matter. It's not going to matter, folks. All right, on to sports. Brought to you by Buck Disposal. Online at buckdisposal.com. These are the big disposal bins. And I, my buddy, uh, Tony, told me this weekend, he said, I'm going to get one of the smaller ones here. We're getting ready to purge our house. Like, we're getting rid of a bunch of stuff. We've got 30 years worth of crap in here, and a lot of this stuff's got to go. He said, I'm going to get a dumpster some weekend for two days, and I'm just going to start taking stuff from storage to the dumpster, and Ron's going to come get it and haul it off. He had something that he called, like, this this service, 1-800-GOT-WHATEVER, to haul off some of his junk, and you have to pay them to take stuff that you otherwise maybe could have a garage sale or sell or whatever. He's like... I'm done with that. I'm just going to get one of these dumpsters and fill it up with crap I don't need, and it's gone. It's just gone. It's out of here. Things like extra rolls of carpet that are 15 years old. You know, I got some of that stuff. I need to get rid of that. If you're cleaning out, if you're selling your house, if you're moving, if you're remodeling, or if your business does this as part of their business, there's a great local company now that provides disposals for you. Can Big, giant dumpster canisters. Not, not trash. Okay, this is disposal. Like Ron uses these when he tears a roof off. Fills it up with the roofing product and has to haul it away. Buckdisposal.com, 
888-864-7695. And while you call, you can ask for a free roof inspection because, yes, that is buck roofing as well. Aminis. This is Aminis. Oh, they got rugs, game room furniture, bar stools. Looking for something cool for your basement, some new bar stools to watch football or theater, leather theater seating. They've got it all at Aminis, 105th and Metcalf. Also in St. Louis, Tulsa, and Oklahoma City. I love their selection of games. It's cool. Pinball machines, video games, pool tables, air hockey. I've got a shuffleboard table from Aminis. All really great product. They have no interest available and wonderful people there right there on the showroom floor. They also have in-home saunas that they can install for you. If you want to check those out, visit Aminis, 105th and Metcalf in Overland Park. And while you're adding a game, why not remodel a little bit of your man cave, guys? Come on. Cross Kitchens KC offering through the week this week the upgraded countertops free granite from Cross Kitchens KC. This will save you thousands of dollars. If you want to be eligible for this, you got to make the phone call this week. 816-898-7047. CrossKitchensKC.com. Love those guys. They are awesome dudes. On to sports, where the Chiefs say they've got a new, uh, apparently, slogan. The president of the team, Mark Donovan, is really feeling it. You know, you win a couple of Super Bowls. You go to Germany, and people in other countries know who you are. And you're bringing the World Cup in. This is complete and total domination by the Kansas City Chiefs as a force in our community. If they got behind, we're gonna, they're going to lose all these votes because the use tax got clobbered last night in Jackson County. Got clobbered. You put the Chiefs on the ballot, watch it pass. The Royals aren't going to get anything passed right now. I mean, this is just dreadful. But the Chiefs, oh, buddy, they're feeling like a really strong 19-year-old young man. It's just really feeling his game. Mark Donovan is the president of the Chiefs, and I like Mark. I've always liked Mark. He, he wronged me in a seriously bad way, and I still don't. I, look, I still like the guy. He's smart. He understands regular folks, even though he's incredibly smart. He's an Ivy League guy. There, there's a lot to like about Mark Donovan, even though he really, really, really jammed me. I don't hold grudges. My life's too short. I, it's, I'm past all this. Mark Donovan says, and this is where the real dude there, that there is a real guy there, not just a really rich guy that's the president of the Chiefs. He says, this is maybe arrogant to say. So he knows that it sounds wrong. But, quote, we want to be the world's team, end quote. Yeah, Mark Donovan. He wants complete world domination for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what it's all about. Dallas can be America's team. We want to be the world's team. They've got these rights in Mexico City. They've got rights in Germany now for broadcasting, for marketing purposes. They've got exclusivities. They're branching out globally. They're finding places where there are pockets of American football fans saying, we're the best team. Be a fan of us. We're coming into your community. They're doing charity things. They're sending cheerleaders. They're having events. They're making an impact in communities, and they're going global. Chiefs are going global. I won't call it crazy because there's so much money for them to make. Now, we should have seen this coming. These are the same folks that how long ago? 10 years ago, maybe? I think it was maybe one of the first things they did. I think this was the Donovan era. It might have been before that. Maybe it was longer ago than that, but it doesn't matter. It's Clark Hunt. Remember they paid the Guinness Book people to come to Arrowhead Stadium? They bought the Guinness Book of Records, the Guinness Book of World Records for loudest stadium. They bought that. They paid those people to come here. That thing was rigged. It was a giant promotion. They've tried everything. They got in the Guinness Book. 
world's loudest stadium, Arrowhead Stadium, because it matters. That's marketing. They bought that. So it begs the question, are you paying Taylor Swift? Is this thing even real? There are people who believe Taylor Swift is about to take the Chiefs International, that she's going to Argentina and Thailand and Japan and Asia and Europe. And there might be a little Chiefs theme in her concerts going forward. There may be a time where she has a jersey on, a Travis Kelsey jersey. Are the Chiefs going global and is Taylor Swift part of it and is she getting paid? It's a legitimate question. The World Cup's going to be at Arrowhead. Everything the Chiefs are doing says we want to be global. You pay for the World Cup. You spend money to go to Germany. You buy these marketing rights and invest in those communities. You pay the Guinness Book. And all of a sudden, Taylor Swift just comes along free? Just falls in your lap? Because Travis Kelsey tweeted about her? That he didn't get to meet her at her concert? It all seems absurd, doesn't it? It does. It absolutely does. But it completely fits the narrative. And how's this working out? The Chiefs on Sunday morning averaged 9.2 million viewers on an on a game that started at 6.30 in the morning in California, our biggest state. It got a bigger audience than the World Series. It's easily the highest rated international game. And at 1.12 million people were watching. Chiefs are something else, man. They are something else. I appreciate Mark Donovan for saying, hey, this may be arrogant. And maybe it won't work, but it looks like it's working. Everything the Chiefs are doing is working. You know, except for the wide receivers. Everything else they're doing is working in a big way. And they know it. And they're feeling it. And they're asserting themselves. And Mark Donovan said, we want to be the world's team. Screw America's team. We want to be the team of planet Earth. We are the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, Carson Wentz is still playing football. Who knew? The Rams are signing him. And this is supposedly big news in the NFL, Carson Wentz. I, dis- I despise people in sports that their name is bigger than their actual play. I always have. I hate people that you hear about over and over and over that aren't that good. Carson Wentz is a great young man. I got nothing bad to say about this guy. I thought he was done. I thought he was gone. The Rams sign him, and he's not going to be the backup to Stafford. They say he's going to be insurance to Stafford. I don't know what that means. The Rams are circling the drain. They're terrible. And this is probably the end for McVay. They had their window. They spent all their money in one year. They were able to win a Super Bowl, and you knew it was going to fall apart because of the contracts they signed. And it is falling apart in a big way. But Carson Wentz gets to be a part of it falling apart at this point, so good for him. If you followed any of this Michigan sign-stealing thing, I got a couple of friends with their panties in a wad over Jim Harbaugh at Michigan having a low-level staffer apparently travel to other teams' games with an iPhone and, you know, run his video camera and come back and say, here's some signs I saw. You can't scout and do that. You can take the game film and do it. I mean, sure, you're at Ohio State and there's 100,000 people there and they all have iPhones and they're all shooting videos and they all have video of signs being given. Oh, but Michigan can't send a guy to do that. That's against the rules. So Michigan is not, I mean, they're wanting to clobber this guy. Now, they hate him. I said this on Mondo's show. They hate him because he's Catholic. 
He's anti-abortion. He's conservative. They all want him out in Big Ten country because they don't like him. I never really liked the guy. But having somebody try to steal signs is part of sports. It's the, it's, it's the thing, that stupid cliche, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. Everybody is stealing signs. One coach was quoted this week in a story in The Athletic, a college basketball coach. They wouldn't give his name. They said he's in the Big Ten. He said, you know those five young guys that aren't getting paid at the end of our bench wearing those suits? You know, the college kids, the smart math majors. You see those five guys at the end of the bench all wearing suits that don't really have a job with us? What do you think they're doing the whole game? They're watching the game and they're watching the lead guard come down and put his fist up or two fingers or this sign or that. They're watching it all. They're programming it into their tablets and they're spitting out trying to find an algorithm of the order of the signs that are coming down each time. What do you think these kids are doing at the end of the bench? Have you ever wondered why there's so many nerdy looking white kids at the end of every college bench? That's what they're doing. They're stealing signals during a basketball game. Every baseball team that ever played, including my high school team, in the 80s, we stole signs in the dugout. And people say, well, what about the Astros? The Astros installed equipment in their home stadium and had a staff around the ballpark that wasn't their coaches running a game against opponents that didn't know what was happening. If the Astros want to sit in the dugout and try to steal signs, that's fair game. They had cameras everywhere and personnel and people all over the ballpark in-game giving live feedback to the team. They had a system where they could have a runner on second base who could get a signal from the dugout after a, a camera in the outfield has a button and hits the coach on the bench who gives a signal to the dude on second base who wipes the brow of his hat to let the hitter know a fastball is coming. The Astros were bad, okay? The thought of trying to steal a sign is part of sports. You're never going to stop that. So Michigan has responded, and I'll just tell you right now, I'm on Michigan's side. Look, they fired this low-level guy. They broke the rules. They should, there should be a punishment. But Harbaugh shouldn't lose his job. This is the end of the world. Some young guy goes on the road and videotapes some signs in the opposing team stadium that's going to be playing you next week? Okay, whatever. Now, here's what happened to Michigan last year. A person has come forward anonymously that his job, he did not work at Michigan, his job was to work with Ohio State, Purdue, and Rutgers. Now, Michigan had to beat Ohio State to get to the championship game. Then they had to beat Purdue in the championship game. Ohio State and Purdue were so desperately trying to stop Michigan that they teamed up with Rutgers and all three schools hired people to steal and do analytics of all of Michigan's signs for them. They had a consortium of three different schools out to get Michigan. And people that hate Harbaugh are now saying, well, that's within the rules. Really? I want to see in the rule book somewhere where it says three schools in one conference can pay somebody to conspire against one team that's better than them to try to beat them. I want to see that rule book. This Big Ten commissioner, this is an easy call. We're pausing the whole thing until after the season. I got a lot of research to do here and investigating. We don't know what the hell's going on in the Big Ten, but we're going to find out. Michigan's response is really simple. Okay, we did this. The guy's fired. Send us a fine. Do what you got to do. 
whatever. Oh, but by the way, this is going on. Everyone else in the league is cheating us. It's not the Big Ten. It is not a Big Ten problem. It's in the SEC. It's in the Big 12. It's everywhere. You think you have a chance to be a coach making $5 million a year, and you're not going to try to gain an edge by stealing signs of your opponents? You know how much money's on the line for all these people? Coordinators are making over a million dollars. There's too much money. They're not going to... Sign stealing, this is terrible. This is where I worked at the sausage factory for 35 years. Not only do I know how it's made and what's in it, I don't care because I've seen it so often. For most sports fans, you're like, oh my God, this is so horrible. This has always gone on. The Denver Broncos used to put silicone on their jerseys to make them slippery. And they wouldn't make them change in game. They're like, they're cheating right now. The offensive linemen have slick stuff all over them. This is crazy. Cheating goes on. It's going to happen. It's part of sports. You don't have to pay any attention to it. Don't read the stories. They won't show you during the broadcast. It's happening. I'm just telling you. And if you don't want to know it's happening, then forget about it. Put it in the back of your mind and and just ignore it. But this Michigan sign-stealing scandal is just like the most overblown thing I've ever seen. I just, it's just absurd. Not quite as absurd as this football story. Do you remember a football player named Croy Bierman? Well, neither did I. But he played nine years in the league, eight of those nine years for Atlanta, and then one for Buffalo. He was drafted in 2008, so he played through 16. After that, he did a Dancing with the Stars in Atlanta, a local Dancing with the Stars, where he met a woman named Kim Zolciak, and she was on. they got married and became. she was on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So they became reality stars of some sort, of some rebuke. I don't know how much of a bigger reality star they were or whatever, but they're apparently not anymore and they're getting divorced. And it's a really bad situation for Croy Bierman, who really hasn't done anything of note for the last seven years. After playing nine years in the NFL and making millions and millions of dollars and becoming famous from his wife on The Real Housewives, a judge yesterday ruled that BMW Corporation, which owns Rolls-Royce, can repossess Croy Bierman's Rolls-Royce. They're taking it away from him. Here's how dumb athletes are. This guy made millions of dollars. And after football, not while he had income coming in, after football in 2020, he signed a three-year lease for a Rolls-Royce where he would pay $5,300 a month or over $190,000 in payments to lease the car. And then what? Give it back to him. He's setting fire to $190,000. And now here it is three years later. His money's gone. She's divorcing him. They're repoing his cars. And his net worth is listed online now at $300,000. Can't fix stupid. When it comes to athletes, can't fix stupid. Let me tell you who's not stupid. Tiger Woods ain't stupid. He's got money and he's going to have more and more and more as the years go on. This guy is a money-making machine. He knows... I'm sure Tiger has has blown some money. We we read about some of that. But my goodness, this guy is a money-making machine. And big news out on Tuesday, Tiger Woods released a statement saying, the pain in his ankle is completely gone. And it looks like a comeback is in store for Tiger Woods. We'll have to see what that looks like. That's really, really interesting. Boy, his body has been through it all not just the regular injuries. He was the first person that I heard of getting blood spinning like Dr. Van Camp does. 
This would have been in the 90s when Tiger uh, first came on board, 97, 98, 99. When was it? He first came in, he, it was maybe right after he won the Masters by 100 shots. And he said that once a week he was flying to Canada to do blood spinning because it wasn't allowed in the United States yet. And they said, well, what is this? Like, he was like Aaron Rodgers. And so they climbed all up in his kitchen. Well, what are you doing? This sounds really controversial. He goes, it's not really controversial. They take blood from my body. They put it in this cylinder. And then they spin it really fast for like five minutes. And it infuses oxygen into it. And all the little, uh, all the DNA in that blood gets rejuvenated and brought back to life. And then they put it back in my body. It's my blood. That's all they do to it. And it's, it's incredible how it makes you feel. Yeah, okay. Now Dr. Van Camp does that. Tiger Woods was the first person I heard about blood spinning. And I guess it wasn't illegal for the PGA Tour at that time, but it was illegal in America. Anyway, Tiger's making a comeback, and that's a pretty cool thing. We'll see what Tiger's got. KKHI is proud to be sponsored to bring the final final to you by Advanced Medical Imaging online at medimageks.com. See what's inside. If you're diagnosed with something and you need to get an MRI or a CT scan, sometimes you got to wait up to six weeks. If you stay with your doctor in his hospital chain, you don't have to stay. Your insurance is accepted at medimageks.com. Go ahead and get your MRI and your CT scan quickly. Get it back to your doctor. And you, you know, if you get a cancer tumor or something, you can save yourself six weeks. I mean, seriously, why wait? Medimageks.com, 785-856-0224. Fry Orthodontics has 14 area locations for your convenience. Dr. Jeremy has a pretty simple rule. And he's like, he got a little Mark Donovan in him. He's a humble guy, but he's, he's obviously really, really good at what he does. And it may sound a little arrogant, but they really kind of want to reinvent orthodontics from start to finish and make it customized for you that not everybody's the same. Maybe you want to do some Zoom visits and stay home and not come to the office very often. Maybe you like coming in and, you know, you have a, a, a favorite nurse, favorite uh, doctor who tells jokes and makes you laugh. Maybe you want Invisalign. Maybe you want braces. They want to customize it for you. They want to reinvent the way this is done and make it a good, unique experience for you at Fry Orthodontics, online at fryorthodontics.com. And EarthFX Outdoor is filling up the schedule for hardscapes. They can do a lot of this work in the winter, and it won't be wrecking your yard and stuff like you do in the summer. You know, it won't be hurting your landscaping and things. You've pulled, like Jessica was just pulling out flowers and bushes and all kinds of stuff been taken out that were seasonal. This is a great time to build a fire pit, an outdoor television watching area, hardscapes, outdoor kitchens, build in your grill, put a pergola over the top, they do it all. Earth Effects Outdoor Landscaping and Hardscapes. 816-478-7700. Online at eeoutdoor.com. Uh, many years ago, when I was on television in the 90s and then early days in 2000s, there was something called Pitch Magazine. And they would do the best of Kansas City. And Pitch Magazine has always been geared toward young people. And there was also a thing in Kansas City called Media Mix that I never joined, but I won Radio Personality of the Year a couple of times, but I, it, it was always an afternoon ceremony. So I'd never skipped the show to go to get an award. I thought that was a silly idea. So I never went and did that to get my awards. And so eventually they stopped nominating me, but that's okay. I've always been an outsider, always. But now I'm really an outsider. 
Pitch Magazine has, and it's not really a magazine now, it's online. You can see this online. They do a Best of Kansas City edition. And for people in the media, this was always a big deal. You waited to see who was best in Kansas City. Who's the best sportscaster? Who's the best radio host? What's the best show? What's the best uh, ad agency? Who's the best general manager? All, all these different things in media. You couldn't wait till they came out. So I get this email from them that it's out and I go scrolling through and I look and they do have a best Kansas City podcast. And I'm very proud and very pleased to tell you that I'm not it. <laughs> I'm not even nominated. Get this. The winner, the winner for best podcast in Kansas City goes to Beers with Nigel. It has 92 followers. <laughs> we just clicked 46,000 with KKHI. 46,000. And the best local podcast is Beers with Nigel. He's got 92. I don't even, honest to God, I'm, I'm not bashing on the pitch because there's nothing conservative about him and I'm never going to get nominated anyway. I'm not even sure they know I'm doing a podcast, but they know that somebody named Nigel has a beer podcast with 92 followers. It's amazing. What was interesting, I went to Beers with Nigel. It's also on Podbean. Maybe I should have Nigel on and open it up to my 46,000 Podbean followers and subscribers. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe help Nigel out a little bit. Maybe instead of having a hobby that wins an award, he could find a way to make a buck or two. Doesn't seem like a bad idea to me. Anyway. Honest to God, congratulations to Beers with Nigel. I'm going to listen to an episode. If you want to listen or follow, I'll check in a week and see if he has more followers than 92. Let's see if some of our people go to Beers with Nigel. If you like beer, I think it might be about, I think it's about beer, but it might not be. It might just be Nigel talking about stuff while drinking beer. I don't know, but I'll listen. <laughs> if you want to check out Beers with Nigel, remember, no matter how many of you go and follow him and, and listen to it now, the pitch is going to get the credit for this, not us. So they'll they'll be like, oh, we named him in here and look at all these people that went and found beers with Nigel. Congratulations. And thank you, Pitch, for not nominating me for best sports cast in Kansas City. I don't want to win that one. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Ah!